What's up, everyone, and happy holiday season. This is my final podcast of 2018. Well, a final podcast. I've been talking to my team internally about potentially doing a mashup of my favorite moments from guests in 2018, which would be comprised of clip-to-clip form of them because they're so great, none of me. So as far as final podcast, I think of 2018 coming from me, this is it. And on the show today, we're going to cover a number of different things and set the stage for the future of Student Up Podcast, the show. We're planning to reorganize, restructure, and set new dates. I spent a lot of time with my content and creative peers on this, my colleagues at Cadence 13, and most importantly, listening to many of you on what you've liked, preferred to hear, would like to hear moving forward, and so on. And additionally, as core to the show, I'm going to leave you with some of my favorite end-of-year tips around reflection, goal-setting, journaling, and being present, especially during this time of the year where the holidays bring so much excitement to be with family and friends, but they're also quite stressful, and in some cases, there's discomfort. So stay tuned to the second half of the show for that. Suiting Up is a podcast that explores the psychology, playbook tools, and strategies of some of the most influential people in sports, entrepreneurship, authorship, entertainment, and you know the rest. Okay, so the goal of this show is to talk about future shows, but right now, to do so appropriately, I need to talk about the origin of how this thing is created. I did so in episode 10 with my co-creator of the show, Tyler Steinhardt, but I'll be more brief and exact so that we can all be aligned to moving forward. This right here is show number 70. I never would have thought I would have gotten to 70 shows inside of just 18 months since pressing record for the first time. On the same device I'm looking to that's sitting to my right, it's about six inches by three inches, a little horizontal machine called a Marantz Professional. A lot of work goes into jamming content into this small machine. Number one is we reach out to guests, discuss the opportunity, we want to hear what's important to them, and then do our best to, which is the most difficult part, align schedules. I prefer booking all of my guests in person, just like a conversation that you guys have with a friend colleague or family member, it's far more productive and high impact when you can read each other through physical cues and the verbal cues, just being in person. It's a it's a much more connected conversation. So that's my goal. And of the 70 shows I've recorded, 68 have been in person. The two that we did remote, little trivia for those of you that are long-time listeners will probably guess this, NFL Hall of Famer. He was an early guest in 2017, one of the greatest ever Well, maybe he's a future Hall of Famer. He's definitely one of the greatest ever, and he had a huge record set this season. The New Orleans Saints are crushing it. Drew Brees. Then the second guest, it was remote. Drew was on the phone. This one was via Skype. He's an entrepreneur, motivational speaker, strategist. His name is Tony Robbins. That was just a month and a half ago. And I would do those podcasts again remotely 10 out of 10 times. I'm very grateful to have had both of those guests. Okay. Now, when we're fortunate enough to book a studio or sit with a guest in person, there are a number of environments where that's taken place. Lyle Thompson and Jeremy Lin, for example, they came to my apartment in Brooklyn. I got to go to Steve Nash's home in beautiful Manhattan Beach, where secret PLLHQ may or may not be. And then Vino, who's Mike Levine, the head of sports at CEA, got to go visit him in his 20-something story floor-to-ceiling glass office space in midtown Manhattan. Now, When that happens, we do a lot of preparation in advance. So shout out first to Andrew Manning for all of his research. Andrew is my chief of staff. 
He's a person wearing many hats in this business and has a knack for podcasts and guest research. He consumes podcasts nonstop. So it's great when he puts together a formal write-up, which is typically four to five pages of guest history with cited articles and video links and a personalized vantage point. He knows how I like to perform. So he tries to say, and he asks himself, you know, how would we like to, or how would Paul, or how would our audience like to hear from this person, which is unique. Kudos, Andrew. And from there, I'll go into my Google Share doc with him. I'll make comments. And we'll go back and forth. Then as my guest nears recording, I'll take all that research and sketch it out on my podcast journal. Sort of how my therapist, who hasn't been on the show, I'd like to bring her on one day, her name's Lindsay Hoskin, has taught me that would be a crazy show, actually. I think it would be good. Many of you probably think it, it would be crazy, but it would be good. So she, she has taught me how to journal in a way that I use bubbles, direct and dotted lines to, in this case, preferred questions or thoughts. But then the key is leaving plenty of open space for creative thought, new direction, in this case, new questions. So I never want to streamline the entire conversation from start to finish because the best conversations, they tend to go off on tangents pretty quickly. So if I don't have space on my notepad to uh, at least create a new design of the conversation, and then revert back to some type of synthesis around narration, then I'm dead in the water. Um, you know, a goal as a, as a conversationalist or a podcaster is to get the best conversation on the recording. And there's no sense in directing that. I think it's selfish if I were to direct it. I'd rather my guests direct it where they care, where they have energy, because that makes its way through the microphone into your ears. So that's prep. Then, and then there's post. So some interviews go two hours, like Zach Leonsis, and others go 40 minutes. And we're lucky to have great sponsors join the show too. And there are other times where, for the better user-listener experience, we'll hop into that raw two-hour, 40-minute audio and jump skip around to better narrate and flow the episode. But we got to drop our ads in. We have two ads for this show so that we can continue to professionalize this thing and reach new audiences and promotional vehicles. Anyway, Shelby Royston at Cadence 13 has done a terrific job and I really enjoy working with him. Shout out Shelby. I hope you're listening to this during the edit. All right, the last one. There's an additional promotional asset build aspect to this. And for those of you that follow us on social media or maybe subscribe to my newsletter, Paul's Pulse, I have a terrific producer editor named Brett Roberts. In the media business, we call them predators. He's amazing with his DSLR and Final Cut skill set. Maybe he uses Premiere. I'm not sure, but I can find out and report back when it's appropriate. But the images that he creates, typically in videos, pop up on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Sometimes we do a YouTube episode of a podcast guest to showcase them, the new episode release, and some of our favorite bits from that conversation. That's important, too. Now, that's it. So the making of a podcast episode, condensed. And I bring all that up because, as you know by now, there's another big project we just announced, October 22nd. We ran a series on it on this podcast, Suiting Up, called the Premier Lacrosse League. I am a co-founder with my brother, who's also been a guest on the show. He is the CEO. I'm the CSO, the Chief Strategy Officer. And we are building this thing day and night with an incredible executive team, the best players in the world, a list of investors and advisors that we're humbled to take on and grow with. And it's been an incredible ride. And it will continue to be one that is requiring us to dedicate all of our bandwidth to. 
So that's in the equation. Today's episode is brought to you by Glip. It's a software app that gives companies unlimited access to file sharing and task management for free. Glip can benefit your org through the means of the following. Collaboration on files, creating and managing tasks to deliver projects faster, screen sharing to collaborate instantly with your teams and clients, and unlimited access to messaging, number of users, storage, and more. Now here's some additional fodder for you and your team to think through before you try the service. Number one, 64% of Glip users deliver projects faster than before. And number two, 88% of Glip users are more informed about their organization's projects. Now, on a broader marketplace standpoint, 63% of employees say that collaboration and communication are the most important factors contributing to a company's success. So listen, as a business and team leader, I have to take into account data. And in this case, all point towards culture, communication, and workplace efficiencies. And we found that Glip helps get you there. So try it for yourself by accessing Glip on the go, by downloading the iOS and Android apps, or by using their web-based app. And right now, because you're a Student Up Podcast listener, you can sign up for a free Glip account and get unlimited access to team messaging, task management, file sharing, and more. Go to glip.com forward slash Rabel. That's G-L-I-P dot com forward slash Rabel. Today's episode is brought to you by Robinhood. It's an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free. The company strives to make financial services work for everyone not just the wealthy. It's a non-intimidating way for stock market newcomers like myself and others to invest for the first time with true confidence. And it's simple and intuitive, a clear UI UX design and data presented in an easy to digest way. More on this now. A former Student Up podcast guest, also a personal favorite, Tony Robbins, reminded us about building financial freedom. It's most important that we, one, educate ourselves, and two, mind the fees, as he said. And Robinhood allows us to do both with an easy and free registration portal and education zone where you can discover new stocks and track favorite companies. They have a personalized news feed plus built-in notifications when stock prices move. My process with Robinhood was seamless and exciting, and I hope yours can be too. Robinhood is giving Student Up Podcast listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. And you can access that right now by signing up at rabel.robinhood.com. That's R-A-B-I-L dot robinhood.com. Now, with all that background, here's where I'm excited to make an announcement around the future of Student Up Podcasts. We will be officially moving to a season-based style show. The topics will remain the same, where I sit down with another athlete, an entrepreneur, a business person, an innovator, an author, artist, or entertainer, and talk with them about what makes them go, what makes them succeed, how they handle failure, how they process mentally and physically, all of that good stuff that I and you have come to enjoy. And up until this point, we've defined series as annual, where soon up season one was 2017 and season two was 2018. Now our seasons will be 12 shows, 12 guests, booked consecutively and released over a three-month period. And here's why. Number one, this opportunity helps me deliver a better product to you. As you know, timing is tight and guest booking allotment is even tighter. These will all be in person, as stated previously. With 12 shows to book, there's now a level of scarcity There's a level of finality and emphasis on execution with each. 
I'm taking my guests' consistent advice to me over the last two seasons of recording since 2017, which was, hey, Paul, invest in quality. Shout out to Jay Williams, by the way. He's been a previous guest who has become a good friend and urged me to consider this early on. I'll tell you a quick story similar to environment. I took this same podcast kit to my right to his home in Brooklyn. We went to his basement. He gave me a nice long tail craft beer. We talked about life and then we hit record and he told me about how Coach K and Shane Battier helped shape him to the athlete competitor he is today and how his mom helped craft him into the soft and hard skills that he has now as an entrepreneur and broadcaster in basketball. Jay Williams is awesome. You should listen to that episode if you haven't yet already. Now, here's what you can expect for the future. First and foremost, there are going to be 12 incredible guests, 12 really, really good conversations, and 12 very well-promoted, articulated, hopefully, at least I can try on my end. I know with these guests, they will deliver on theirs, and disseminated shows. Remember, my promoting comments earlier, with 12 shows to execute on, we'll now be able to deliver and put time and investment and resources into the video, photos, now animations and broader storylines around each. I'm super excited for this. The vision is akin to a major network series that gets that type of TLC that leaves the highest impact on each of us. So I think many of you know I prefer and kind of live in the world of marketing and media and promotion. And I'm now putting a lot of pressure on us here, but I like to be transparent, honest, and think really big. And I also know that if I don't deliver, as I haven't certainly every week on this show, that you all are so great and have shown that you'll forgive. So I feel good about this. Now, season three will debut on March 11th, 2019. So about 80 days from now, and it will conclude on May 27th. So it begins March 11th, concludes on May 27th, which is the week of the College Final Four and the week before game week one of the Premier Lacrosse League inaugural season. Okay, so there you go. Seating Up podcast is now seasonal. 12 guests beginning in March. We have a list of roughly 30 we're curating from, but would love your insight and introductions into others. So follow me on Twitter. I just published this podcast. If you're listening to it on day one, you're my day one, and I just posted on Twitter. So let me know. What you think about future guests, maybe comment and tag, and we'll take the conversation from there. Now, onto the holidays and some of those simple utilities to take us into 2019 that I told you I would share. First and foremost, if you haven't already, take out a pen and paper and set aside 20 minutes to plan the next 20 days through the new year. Here's what's been super helpful for me. I like to, when note-taking, carve out macro-level needs on a week-to-week basis. What do I need to have done before the end of this week? Well, purchase holiday gifts for family and friends, write my holiday cards and boomerang emails to my colleagues to wish them well to the holiday season. Right there, that's a lot. And we often discount during the holiday season business as usual because business continues. And we have all this stuff to do and we say, oh, we'll do it on this weekend or during this week, during my free time. And life goes on and company holiday parties happen. And then all of a sudden it's December 23rd and no one's purchased gifts or wrote any holiday cards. So that's where this can all creep up. It's not like everything stops for the holidays and we can take care of game day prep. 
So what this is, is essentially a table of contents. So I would suggest you doing this either tonight, or as I said, if you've done it already, great. I did it this past weekend. I laid out the next 20 days. Other items for your table of contents would be post-Christmas travel, just getting an understanding of that. Has it been booked? New Year's prep, closing your books on your business, writing charitable checks to groups that are important to you. Don't let that slip. Okay, another utility. And fun read for those of you who will be in transit if you're traveling across country or just driving to your family's house for the holidays. I actually have this book right out in front of me now. I'm recording this podcast for my parents' house. I came home for my birthday, and I dug this book up next to our guest room bed that I use. It's called The Social Code by Patrick Hanlon. The subtitle is Designing Community in the Digital Age. I recommend it because, one, it's fun, it's super helpful, and it's only 65 pages in about a 16-size font. So cruise through it in about an hour. Now, next up, another quick tip that might help you this week. It's something that I tried recently and have tried to bake into a weekly habit. It's go to bed early one night during the week. When I say early, before 9.30 p.m. And for those of you that may already do that, like maybe just hit skip on the 15-second button on your phone right now. The goal is to wake up before 6 a.m. where I will feel super refreshed with no inbound emails or rush or rush to get out and shower and get out into the office or get to my workout. I found doing this on occasion is a great way to reset and have a great day. Because if you're like me and you work into the midnight hours on a regular basis, that you value sleep and you get up around 7.30 or 8 and then the rush begins. Sometimes I say or describe my days as like my hair's on fire. Just so much to do. And so if you can carve out one night a week this week to go to bed before 9.30 p.m. and wake up early and have three hours in the morning to accomplish some cool stuff before you get going, you're going to be happy. Now, final tip. Over the holidays, do your best to keep a morning journal. My friends, Colin and Samir, who I just actually spoke with Samir about two hours ago, they're also former guests from the show, they've been taking a lot of time to talk about on their YouTube channel and podcast, Morning Pages. The Morning Pages come from a book called The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. I'd recommend reading if you haven't. The goal is to write for 20 minutes in the morning. She also talks about every two weeks taking an artist trip, so doing something to work on your artistry, your creative side that we lose touch with into our teens, I suppose. Now, this doesn't have to be 20 minutes of journaling. I prefer to write for 10 minutes, and the goal would be to jot down anything that comes to mind. It's a cleansing exercise to be done before anything else, social media, brushing teeth, making coffee, whatever. Now, certainly there are versions of this that work too, and I believe whatever suits you best, you should do. It's a lot like meditation, meaning no one really should be too caught up in the rules. It's more about the comfort of the exercise or making it your own. The way I describe meditation is not about being or calming your mind completely. That never happens. It's about the ability to recognize that your mind is cluttered with thought. Or in some cases, if it is calm, great, you recognize that and you watch it go by, kind of step outside of your body and just watch yourself. And in journaling, I found the impact of writing stuff down and reviewing it and reflection has that same impact. The most important piece of this is the actual sharing of thoughts with yourself. 
you'll become more in tune, more aware of your needs, your surroundings, and the best result actually is that you'll become more in tune with others. Just like meditation, results show that with more journaling, you become more empathic, become less reactive, and therefore better at handling conflict, which during the holidays sometimes can be the source of the negative energy. It's our inability to process intrinsically or extrinsically. So journal and meditate and some of the other tips enjoy. So there we have it, everyone. A final episode for 2018 Suiting Up podcast season and an introduction to a new. I can't tell you how grateful I am to be able to share these moments with each of you. It's an incredible experience. It's akin to journaling, really, where I wrote this all out, thought about it, rewrote it, edited it, then pressed record right here on this small device and read it again. But I gave myself that open room like I do when I note take for my guests around allowing me to go off on a tangent and talk about Jay Williams or this right here. But the best part about communicating through this medium or in person, whoever texts or on the phone, like any relationship, it's the connection that we build with someone else on the other end. If you enjoyed this episode of Suiting Up, let's touch base on Twitter. My handle is at Paul Rabel. And please consider going back and listening to other episodes from both 2017 and 18. Here are some starters. Bill Belichick, Scott Galloway, my brother Mike, Jeremy Lin, Dave Petromala, Jay Williams, Sam Walker, Venus Williams, Vino, Eric Nardini, and more. Those and all are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you are listening to your podcast. And please, when you find it, hit subscribe, give us a rating and review. The rating and review goes a long way. Thank you so much. You'll also, with a subscription, be notified of Season 3 updates, which are going to be coming shortly. Looking forward to building the future with each of you. Thanks again. Have a great holiday season and a great, great new year. Thank you.